Galnet News Digest, 9th of March, 3307. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, Sirius criticised over a Lelaps lapse. The rack of the Hesperus. E is for taking. F is for hacking. G is for Gareth. Sirius criticised over Lelaps lapse. Sirius Corporation has come in for criticism over its handling of the ongoing exercise to supply the Galactic Summit with food and drink. After eating all those rare goods ordered in before the summit started, those attending the Galactic Summit have decided they'd like something a little simpler, but still want it all in unfeasibly large quantities. And so, the host has ordered a vast amount of animal meat, coffee, fish, fruit and vegetables and wine. But in order to avoid congestion at Patterson Enterprise, where the summit is being held, deliveries are to the megaship Spirit of Lelaps, which is also the command centre for the pirate suppression operation in Sirius and the neighbouring systems. With only seven landing pads, and only one of them large, and with reports of pad blocking as delivery drivers get out of their ships to have a walk around the station and buy a MacThargoid's unhappy meal. There have been reports of whole consignments of fish rotting as the transport awaits docking clearance, and of commanders breaking into the supplies of coffee, and then zooming erratically around the station, bumping into things. There are also rumours that some pilots have been drinking the wine they have brought from Epsilon Indy, peeing into the bottle and then putting the cork back in. It's hard to tell if this is true, because if anything, it slightly improves the flavour of the wine. Inhabitants of Epsilon India and Epsilon Eridani, who have seen their entire harvests bought up at inflated prices, have had nothing to eat and have had to fall back on eating flavourless packets of nutrients known as food cartridges, locally known as pop-tarts. With 192 million tonnes of coffee, animal meat, fish, fruit and veg and wine sitting there waiting to be consumed during the last week of the summit, the galactic leaders in Sirius are likely to have trouble fitting through the airlock when they leave for home at the end of next week. Perhaps Pirate King Archon Delane, who is now present at the summit, will help them distribute the surplus food to the needy. The Rack of the Hesperus. An unexplained image is getting commanders to rack their brains for a possible meaning. The photograph, apparently taken at close quarters, shows a crate, apparently flying away from a Thargoid Medusa interceptor. In the bottom left corner of the image are the words System Malfunction and in Morse, Hesperus. What could this mean? It doesn't sound like the name of a new Thargoid because they're named after mythical beasts. Medusa, Cyclops, Hydra, Basilisk, Orthrus, Unicorn and so on. Hesperus is also from Greek mythology, but is the son of the goddess of dawn, Eos, and half-brother of Phosphorus, the ancient Greek god of SRV refuelling. Could it be the name of a ship or of a megaship? Perhaps a generation ship? Hesperus has been used many times before, not least for a famous wreck in a poem by Longfellow, in which the captain foolishly sails into a hurricane with the loss of everyone on board, including his daughter, who's found the next day tied to the mast, but drowned. 
and the Medusa is also a famous wreck, with the survivors left clinging to an inadequate raft. They didn't have REM locks back then. Hesperus can also refer to the west, or to the evening, and thus the evening star, the planet Venus. However, we now have another clue. A second message, also in Morse, intercepted on the 9th of March, reads Azimuth. Azimuth Chemicals was the sponsor of the planetary survey in Musca Dark Region PJ-PB6-1, the survey that discovered Thargoid barnacles in the Corsac Nebula, the survey that was supposed to be rescued by the megaship Adamaster, the survey that was betrayed by Azimuth, and the cause of the interactions that may have set the tone for humankind's interaction with Thargoids for the next two centuries. Are we soon to find out more about the now-defunct Azimuth Chemicals' history and humankind's first contacts with Thargoids? Is it going to be a happy tale to counterpoint the rather downbeat conclusion of the Adamaster story? I wouldn't count on that last bit. E is for taking, F is for hacking, G is for Gareth. With less than three weeks to go before the Pilots' Federation starts trialling Odyssey permits for commanders with the PC flight control system, its chief negotiator, Gareth Hughes, has revealed a little more about how it'll all work. Here's what he said. Question. Are landable planets still being prepared for the permits? That's right. We're busy balancing and polishing everything. Some of the settlements look pretty grubby. A little bit of brasso and some elbow grease and they're coming up lovely. We've seen one mission on one site on one planet. Will we be able to take other missions at other settlements on other planets, galaxy-wide? That's it. There are 27 different settlement types, spanning six different themes. Agricultural, industrial, extraction, tourism, research and military. There's a really wide variety of settlements, with unique building types and mission types. There's lots of variation depending on the planet and the type of faction that currently has ownership of the settlement. As an example, you may be tasked to get a settlement back online by bringing up the power. You may need to depressurize buildings to put fires out, and you may need to deal with scavengers who are trying to stop you. What kind of inhabitant might we encounter at a settlement? From a pilot's perspective, there are broadly two types of inhabitant. There's guards and civilians. Obviously, they're different in terms of loadout and how they act in the settlement. If you have a friendly relationship with a controlling faction, then you're free to pretty much go anywhere and explore. Maybe you'll find some mission givers there that you can interact with. However, if you have a bad relationship with that faction, that settlement might just shoot you on sight. But of course, if you go in shooting, you're going to upset even the most friendly inhabitants. You'll get bounty straight away and you're pretty much fair game. However, if you detect a doing something that's going to elicit a hostile response, the message has to be radioed out and you can intervene to stop the message being sent. If the guards ask you to stop for a scan, what do you do? They have the same scanning device you do, and it can pick up on your existing criminal status. You might have a cordial relationship with the faction, but if you do something suspicious, they'll scan you with the profile analyzer, and if they detect an in-jurisdiction crime on you, then they will react immediately. If you're standing suspiciously near a crime scene, for example, a damaged panel, you're likely to get scanned. There are also prohibited areas in some buildings. 
If you really want to get in, you can cut open the control box and overload the mechanism. Or you can steal the identity of someone who is a high enough authority level by scanning them. The inhabitants don't like you doing this, and if they find you using a cloned identity, they will get quite cross. You can also buy a one-use hacking device to get in, but that's quite expensive. Can you avoid settlement defences like turrets and goliaths? Yes, removing the reactor regulator will shut down pretty much everything, like turrets. But of course, that will make the guards cross. Command building often has multiple consoles that you can access to turn off various security systems. If you're patient, you can scan the guards, understand the patrol routes, apply some mods to your suit to make you more stealthy, or use a silenced weapon if you don't want to firefight. If you're detected in an area that you don't belong, they'll warn you and fine you at first. But if you're persistent, things will get more aggressive. Missions like sabotage and heist may give a bonus payment if you're not discovered or if you don't kill anybody. What happens when you die? If you die, you fail the mission and you'll lose all the equipment you had in the backpack at that time. But you can be resurrected. If you're on foot and you don't have a ship, you'll be regenerated at the nearest port or outpost. If you do have a ship, you can choose to be regenerated in your ship instead. If your ship is on the planet's surface, not safely docked, it'll be moved to orbit for your safety. Are guards easy to kill? It depends on how experienced they are and what sort of weapons you all have. If you scan them, you can tell how difficult an opponent they're likely to be. Harder missions come with tougher opponents and better rewards. Can you talk about the different suits we can wear? Utility suits are the ones you wear if you want to carry a lot of tools. The tactical suit lets you carry two weapons, so it's better for conflicts. And then there's the suit for botanists and flower collectors. But we're not talking about them yet. You need to manage the power on all suits. The life support machine, the shield, which is power hungry when turned on, and some of the tools use your suit power. There are places in settlements where you can recharge your suit, but if you're out exploring, you need to manage your suit power carefully. You also need to keep a close eye on your environment. If you're in really extreme temperatures, you'll be taking physical damage. You can disembark somewhere on the planet with safe temperatures, but you can quite quickly end up somewhere where the temperature is much hotter and find yourself in danger. What are the different types of weapons? Kinetic weapons are good against armour, lasers are good against shields, and plasma weapons are the all-rounders. You may want lasers to take out shields and kinetic weapons to finish them off. If you're working as a team, each team member can specialise. Most importantly, can we now use the autopilot to land on planetary surfaces? Yes, you can now automatically land on planet surfaces using the docking computer. That's surely worth the price of the permit on its own. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs>